Thank you for listening to the weekly messages of New Providence Primitive Baptist Church. To subscribe to our podcast, hear other messages, or learn more about us, please visit nppbc.com. You pray for us for just a little while. I, the Lord gave us a, a, a thought uh, Monday night at the prayer meeting, and uh, we marked it in our Bible, and we really hadn't got back to it, so when Tommy uh, texted me and asked me, I said, well, I've got something, so uh, I like to, it was a little short notice for me, I like to read and, and uh, pray and read some more, And uh, but uh, we just want to give God the glory tonight, if this is all he wants me to do, just to read this, uh, it's only two verses, and it's in Romans, uh, first chapter, and that's what we're going to do, we're just going to read what God laid on our hearts up there at Harmony, and uh, if he don't bless us with anything else, or want us to do anything else, then we're uh, going to sit down, but uh, Romans, verse and we're going to read uh, 8 and 9. And you pray for us for just a little while. We don't believe we're going to be very long, but uh, we just want God to be glorified here tonight. And uh, uh, I hope that's what everybody has come here tonight for, is to lift up his precious and holy name. Romans 1, starting at 8. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. For God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit and the gospel of his Son, that without ceasing I may mention of you always in my prayers. And you can be seated. The thought that uh, we were looking at and and, uh, what we believe God wants us to do uh, maybe talk about a little bit tonight is uh, eight, and it says that your faith is spoken throughout the whole world. My friends, tonight, if uh, God be our helper, we want to look at that for just a little while, and maybe some other things that what we have read, but it says that your faith is spoken throughout the whole world. And I got thinking about just uh, uh, as I was sitting up there Monday night about uh, how awesome it would be if uh, people like in California or uh, uh, Washington out west would know of our little church here on Six Mile Road that the Holy Spirit of God uh, is in this church. How awesome that would be if uh, uh, they knew out there uh, uh, just how awesome and how it kind of surfaces uh, that we're having here at uh, New Providence Primitive Baptist Church. My friend, if there ever was a time that we needed uh, our little church uh, to be a light on the hill, that if any time that uh, it, it, we need uh, to be glorified, God, it's now, my friend, tonight, it looks like we're going to get 
thinking about what Paul said here. Uh, uh, it mentioned here, as I said, that that it, it was uh, uh, all over the world. Not just like I said here, maybe in California or up north or wherever. Uh, my friend, he said, their faith was heard all over the world. My friend tonight, just think a little bit about it. If our faith here at this church can be known all over the world, not just here in this community, my friend tonight, if we'll come together in one mind and one accord, I believe that could happen. It can happen. My God ain't changed. He's still the same God then as He is now. Amen. If He can bless these people that Paul was talking about in Rome, my friend, then He can bless us here at this church. It says their faith. Now, it didn't say his faith. Paul traveled everywhere. It says their faith, the church that was at Rome. It said their faith was heard, was being known all over the world. My friends, tonight, what's holding our us back? It's not God. Like I said, He's the same God then as He is now. My friend, if we will get humble with God, get the sin out of the camp, get the sin out of our heart, my friend, tonight I don't believe there's anything that can hold us back from our faith being known. Amen. Yeah. Our faith here at the church, at New Providence, will be known all up and down Six Mile Road. Be known all the way to Maryville. Be known all the way to Knoxville. Uh, hey, I, I believe that we would humble ourselves before God and get right with God. I believe that can happen. Uh, that it will be a blessing to others in the community. Be a blessing to people in Maryville, my friend. God is willing to work if we will just let him. Paul also said in verse 9, he said, without ceasing, I pray for you. I wonder just a few that's here tonight, how many times have you got down and prayed to God tonight for your lost people? I wonder here tonight, the ones that's here, the ones that can hear me on uh, whatever's going over this uh, uh, network tomorrow, I wonder how many times you got down and prayed today for your lost people. My friend Paul says, I pray for you unceasingly. That means every time that he got down and prayed to God, he mentioned their name. My friend tonight, if they ever that we needed to pray for our lost people, for our backsliders. My friend, it's now we need to lead prayer to God Almighty to save them. We need to be praying. 
There ever was a time. Now's the time. I've been listening to what's going on over in overseas. It's a mess. You got these bunch of heathens come in and torture these people. And don't say it can't happen here. It can. It can happen right here in our little community. It can. And if it did, don't you think there's going to be some people on their knees praying to God then? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they will be. What's wrong with praying for God now? You know, they, uh, several years back, they took prayer out of schools. You can't worship God at schools anymore. They took the Ten Commandments out of the courthouse. You can't mention God up there anymore. Or my friend, tonight I believe if we'll get humble with God and start praying to Him, we can get those things put back. That was a mistake. It shouldn't have happened. But Christian people sat back and let it happen. My friend, tonight, if there ever was a time our young people needs to hear about God, my friend, the people in leadership, they need to hear about God, my friend, tonight, because it's coming to a close. Amen. Well, a little bit I know about what's going on over there. I've never had the opportunity to travel over there, but a lot of people stand up, a lot of preachers standing up and saying, well, it's God's will. Heard a man talk about that the other night. Well, it's God's will. It ain't God's will for people to come in and start masking Christian people. That's not God's will. That's just pure evil, what it is. So we need to be, church, that's one thing, the other thing. We need to be praying for those people. Same as we're praying for our people. Time is drawing short. As I've said it before, I don't know everything about God's holy word. Never will know. I'm not smart enough, not real enough, not educated enough to know everything about what God has in this holy book. But I believe every word of it. And by what little bit I understand and can and comprehend, he's coming back. I know if you've been a, a church member, if you've been a Christian for a long time, you've maybe heard that all your life. Well, the Lord's coming back. The Lord's coming back. The Lord's coming back. He's coming back. There's no doubt in my mind he's coming back. According to God's word, there's certain things has to take place. Look what's taking place this very day. Look what's taking place this very day. A little bit what I can understand, everything's been fulfilled in his word for the Lord to come back. So why? Why do we not want to see our loved ones saved? 
Do we want to see them spend eternity in hell? Because that's where they're going to spend it at if they haven't got the blood of Jesus Christ applied. Is that what we here at New Providence Primitive Baptist Church want our loved ones where the, our loved ones to spend eternity? Leave that with you to think that over. Do you want your neighbor? You may be in the, your neighbors may have been your neighbor for years, maybe a decade. Some of us old enough to be a decade. Do you want your neighbor to spend eternity in hell? No, I don't think so. So what should we be doing? We should be out doing God's work. We should be doing what God wants us to do, has us to do, saved us to do. Said this here, I think maybe this week, that God didn't save us as just sit on the pew and do nothing for him. Bible says that we shall all go out in the hedges and byways and commit them to come in. If I said it before, I believe if we can get them through the front doors of the church, mm-hmm. they hear the preached word being preached to them, let God do the rest. Mm-hmm. But they got to get here first. And I know, I know people can be saved in here. Thank the Lord that God didn't say you had to be inside the church, be inside the four walls. You had to be in an old, what they call this, an old-fashioned altar. I know that, but I know no better place (laughs) to be in God's house among God's people. The Holy Spirit convict their heart. They step up, you stand up, step out, and come before the throne. I know no better place. I've heard people getting saved in ditches. I've heard people getting saved in cars, trucks, on the mountainside. I got saved right here and I'm thankful for that because I can come back to that spot when I need to. I can come back to this little corner right here anytime I want to. I don't have to drive from my house to here, maybe half a mile, quarter, three quarters of a mile and I'm right back where God saved my soul from hell. Don't have to drive a big long distance. Don't have to drive top of the mountain don't have to find that ditch line. If you were saved in a car, more likely you don't have that car anymore. If you were saved in a truck, you probably don't have that truck anymore. If you come to God's house, you have a spot that's yours until he comes back or to the good Lord calls you home. You have that spot that you can continually to come back to. And I've had to use that little spot like there a couple of times. There's no shame in that. There's no shame at all to come back to God. I walked away from him for 11 years. Finally, he got my attention. And that's all I had. That's all I had to do was humble myself, get down, had a little talk with him, and he took me right back in the fold. 
He put me back on my feet. He told me exactly what I should have been doing to start before and what I needed to do now because the time is drawing near. And it may be time for, it may be time for him to maybe think about calling me home. That's all right. I'm ready to go. Amen. You ready, Rodney? Amen. Alfred? And the boys ready? Amen. I'm ready to go. It don't matter to me if I stay here or he's, maybe I'll, he'll call me there before I get back to the house. That's all right with me. But when I came back to him, I told him then, I'll do everything I possibly can to get as many saved for you, not me. I don't need anything out of it. I don't need the glory out of it. For you, I'll try my very best to get as many saved. And I, I know I'm going to stand before him and be judged for those 11 years that I wasn't serving him anything else that's not done in his eyes I know I'm going to be standing there and the only thing I can say is shake my head yes shake my head yes but I know I'm going to be spending eternity with him in heaven that comforts my heart That comforts my heart that I have that peace. That I know if he calls me home tonight, I'll be spending eternity with him. That gives me peace. Of everything that's going on in this world, in the United States right now, I have that peace that I'm going to spend eternity with him. Just because of what he done on the cross. That he willingly laid down on that cross. They drove the spikes through his feet and his hands. He literally gave up the ghost for me. And if you're saved, truly saved tonight, he did that for you also. Amen. He shed his precious holy blood for us all. Someday, if you'll accept him as your Lord and Savior, you can spend eternity with him. And I'd rather spend eternity with him than spend eternity in hell. Anytime. That's our message. Brother Zach, you come and get us If you're here tonight and you need to use this altar, it's up here. I can't open it and I can't close it. But it's here. If you've got something that's troubling you tonight, come and use it. Like I said, there's no shame in using this altar. There's no shame whatsoever. And it ain't nobody's business. It's just between you and God. That's it. And we can get down and we'll pray with you. We'll try to help you in every way we possibly can. But you get in touch with God and get things worked out. If you're here... And you know that you're lost. The Holy Spirit of God is convicting your heart tonight to make your way up here. Don't wait. We're not promised another day. 
You're not promised another time God will come to you. The Holy Spirit of God will come to you and convict your heart that you need to be saved. Amen. So if you're here and you're lost and you need to get, like I said, now if the Holy Spirit ain't convicting your heart that you need to come set exactly where you're at, don't come. Don't come. It won't do you a bit of good. I tried that too. Amen. That don't work either. Or if you have something that you need to talk over with God, whether it's finance, job, whatever, if you're burdened down tonight by something that you know to be set free from it, come and pray to God about it. He's got his ears wide open. I'm going to say this. I've said it before. We're one of his. If you're saved, you're one of his children. And he wants to hear from his children. you talk to God today about something? Paul said that he has to die out daily. Paul realized he was a sinner. He's going to sin no matter what. No matter how close he was to God, he was still going to sin. So he had to pray to God every day. Sometimes I might have to pray to him a couple of times during the day. But if you're here tonight, as they sing, will you, if you need to use this altar, will you please come? Go ahead, sir.